if you can question it, it's science. If you can't, well, then it's propaganda. All right, mate, it's Madigan. So a brand new Twitter files has just dropped. What are the Twitter files? So what they are, in a nutshell, quick recap, after Elon Musk purchased Twitter late last year, uh, he happened to come across all the shady S that Twitter was doing over the past couple of years, suppressing accounts, suppressing information, a whole bunch of weird and wonderful stuff. A brand new Twitter files has just dropped, and this one is all about... And this is going to be uh, this is going to be fun to talk about. It's going to ruffle a few feathers, but here we go anyway. This one is one of the first in the series of the Twitter files against the hokey pokey. So Alex Berenson, who is uh, I guess a journalist, was given access to the Twitter files and specifically access to what was going on uh, with the hokey pokey and the. Sus- and the suppression of information that came with it. So here Alex tweets, My first Twitter files report, how Scott Gottlieb, MD, a top Pfizer board member, used the same Twitter lobbyist, I think that's supposed to say at the White House, to suppress debate on the hokey pokey, including from a former fellow head of the US FDA. So that's the food, drug... Uh, administration. Uh, Thanks to Elon Musk for opening the files. So he continues, in August 2021, Gottlieb told Todd O'Boyle, a senior manager in Twitter's public policy department, that a tweet from Dr. Brett Gryor, I'm really sorry if I get that wrong, claiming correctly that natural immunity was way superior to hokey pokey immunity and was corrosive and might go viral. We can't have that, can we? Twitter put a misleading tag on the tweet, preventing it from being shared. Gottlieb then went after a tweet about uh, Divox low risk to kids from Justin Hart. I don't know who Justin is. He's got a quite substantial following there. Pfizer would soon win the okay for its mRNA hokey pokey for children. So keeping parents scared was crucial. And that's going to be an ongoing theme here is uh, keeping people in fear. In October 2022, Scott Gottlieb claimed on Twitter that CNBC, sorry, claimed on Twitter and CNBC that he was not trying to suppress debate on hokey pokies. These files prove that Gottlieb, board member at a company that has made $70 billion on the hokey pokey, did just that. So we'll go into the full story now and I'll try and get through this as quickly as possible. So on October 27, 2021, Dr. Scott Gottlieb, a Pfizer director with over half a million Twitter followers, saw a tweet that he didn't like, a tweet that might hurt uh, sales of Pfizer's hokey pokey. The tweet explained correctly that natural immunity after Divock infection was superior to hokey pokey protection. It called on the White House to follow the science and exempt people with natural immunity from upcoming hokey pokey mandates. Okay. Uh, it came not from a anti-hokey pokeyer like Robert F. Kennedy Jr., but from Dr. Brett Grior, a physician who had briefly followed Gottlieb as the head of the Food and Drug Administration 
Further, the tweet actually encouraged people who did not have natural immunity to, to get pokey pokey. Okay, so here's a bloke who's saying, you know, I'm looking at the data. Uh, it's, it's not needed for, for much younger people, but, you know, if, if, if you've had it, then get it. Is that what he was saying? Yeah. No matter. By suggesting some people might not need hokey pokies, the tweet could raise questions about the hokey pokey. Besides being the former FDA commissioner, a CNBC contributor and a prominent voice on DivOC public policy, Gottlieb was a senior board member at Pfizer, which depend on hokey pokey, you know what, for almost half of its 81 billion in sales in 2021. Pfizer paid Gottlieb 365,000 for his work that year. So Gottlieb stepped in emailing Todd O'Boyle, a top lobbyist in Twitter's Washington office, who was also Twitter's point of contact with the White House. The post was corrosive, Gottlieb wrote. He worried it would end up going viral and driving news coverage, which is sort of what we were covering on back there before. So he's, he's linked the, the tweet here and he said, this is the kind of stuff that's corrosive. He's drawing sweeping conclusions off a single retrospective study in Israel that hasn't even been peer-reviewed, but this tweet will end up going viral and driving news coverage. That's what he said in the email. So uh, the author of this, uh, Alex Berenson, said, I found the email in the search uh, records that I ran on Twitter last week as part of Elon Musk's Twitter files, effort to raise the veil on censorship decisions Twitter made before Musk bought the company in October. And that's another little recap of what I was just talking about. I went into detail about my involvement at the Twitter files. Okay, blah, 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 blah. Um, through Jira, or Jira, an internal system Twitter used for managing complaints, Boyle forwarded Gottlieb's email to Twitter's strategic response team. That group was responsible for handling concerns from companies, from the company's most important employees and users. Please see this report from former FDA commissioner, O'Boyle wrote, failing to mention that Gottlieb was a Pfizer board member with financial interest in pushing hokey pokies. A strategic response analysis quickly found that the tweet did not violate any of the company's misinformation rules. Yet Twitter ended up uh, flagging Grail's tweet, putting a misleading tag on it, and preventing almost anyone from seeing it. It remains tagged, even though several large studies have confirmed the truth of Grail's words. So there's a tweet there. It's clear that uh, uh, I won't read that. But um, okay, I will read it. It's not clear. Uh, natural immunity is superior to hokey pokey immunity by a lot. There's no science justification for hokey pokey proof if a person has had prior uh, infection. Uh, CDC director and the POTUS must follow the science if no previous infection. And there it is. So this doctor is saying it. Do the hokey pokey if you weren't previously infected. But that's got to be misleading. A week later, on September 3rd, 2021, Gottlieb tried to strike again, complaining to O'Boyle about a tweet from Justin Hart. Hart is a lockdown and Divock hokey pokey skeptic with more than 100,000 Twitter followers. Sticks and stones may break my... This is the tweet from Hart. Sorry, I should have prefaced that. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but a viral pathogen with a child mortality rate of... And that's less than, less than 0% has cost our children nearly three years of schooling. Ah, uh, correct. 
Why Gottlieb objected to Hart's words? It's not clear, but Pfizer... But the hokey pokey would soon be approved for children 5 to, ele- five to 11, representing another massive market for Pfizer. If parents could be convinced Divock was a real threat to their kids, then they would obviously go ahead and do that. O'Boyle referred to the former FDA Commissioner Gottlieb when he forwarded the report again, ignoring Gottlieb's current work for Pfizer. This time, though, Gottlieb's complaint was so far afield that Twitter refused to act. Okay. So, who is this Gottlieb guy? So, Gottlieb is a... uh, He's not just a Pfizer board member. He's one of the seven members of a board of executives committee and is the head of the regulatory compliance committee, which oversees compliance with laws, regulations and internal procedures applicable to pharmaceutical sales and activities. So he's got an invested interest in this, in making sure that the, that, that the hokey pokey goes ahead because he makes bank. His company makes bank. Pfizer has a long history of violating drug industry laws and ethics rules. In 2009, it agreed to pay $2.3 billion, the largest healthcare fraud sell- settlement in American history for fraudulently marketing several drugs. In 1996, it conducted a clinical trial of an antibiotic in Nigeria, which 11 children died, which became the inspiration for John Le Carre's novel, The Constant Gardener. Now, here's the problem. When you suppress information, when you stop people from having the ability to discuss the science, there is no ability for people to have informed consent. And that's so important when it comes to something like this hokey pokey, informed consent. And what we realise later on is that the people who were directly responsible for pushing it out into the public had no idea what it was supposed to do. Now, when I say, I shouldn't say they had no idea, but what I'm saying is they lied about what they said it was going to do. And I point to this article. So this one comes from uh, MSNBC, msn.com. Pfizer admits it did not know its co... It's Divock, hokey pokey, prevented transmission... Of virus when the rollout began. I have to use coded language because it's uh, the internet and everything will get flagged and taken down. But I guarantee there'll be some sort of warning under this anyway. So Brussels, a senior executive of the pharmaceutical um, major Pfizer has made a shocking admission that the company had no information whether it's hokey pokey prevented transmission of, of you know what when it started to release the hokey pokey. Janine Small earlier this week testified before the European before the European Parliament Special Divock Committee in place of Pfizer CBO Albert Vorla, who pulled out of the appointment. During the hearing, Small was asked by the Dutch MEP Rob Roos about the hokey pokey's capability to prevent virus transmission. Was the Pfizer hokey pokey tested on stopping the transmission of the virus before it entered the market? If not, please say it clearly. If yes, are you willing to share the data 
with this committee? And I really want a straight answer, yes or no. And I'm looking forward to it, Ruse asked. Small, Pfizer president of international development markets, said at the time the firm was rolling out the hokey pokey globally, it had to move at the speed of science, news.com.au reported. She went on to add, regarding the question, did we know about stopping the immunisation before it entered the market? No. Remember what everyone's saying at the beginning of the rollout of these things, especially here in Australia? Just get it. This will stop it all. If you don't get it, you want to kill grandma. Oh, we just need to get to 95%. We just need to get to 99%. That'll stop everything. Built on a complete and utter lie. Uh, where was I? I think Dr. Bor- uh, Borla, even though he's not here, would turn around and say to himself, if not us, then who, she added. The Dutch MEP later referred to the Pfizer ex- executive's admission as scandals. It is scandalous. It's completely and utterly scandalous uh, that releasing this out into the public when they had no idea about its efficacy on stopping transmission. And I love the fact that people in the corporate media will try and gaslight us and say, we never said it would stop transmission. Total lie. Total and utter lie. And I mean, that's not the only thing that Pfizer's guilty of as well. Um, I'm not exactly sure when this report was done by uh, the evil... Project Veritas, but in 2021, Pfizer scientist Chris Kroos told one of their journalists that were already testing for the links between the hokey pokey and myocarditis. Let's have a listen, shall we? I'm glad you didn't get any uh, myocarditis. Yeah. That's a concern, right? No. More so for younger people. Why? That's what we're looking into right now. Oh, that, cool. Yeah, so, um, yeah, we're doing, we just sent, like, 3,000 patient samples mm-hmm. to get tested for, like, elevated troponin levels. Yeah. Um, to see if it's vaccine-based or, mm-hmm. so. What's it look like? I don't know. We're, we just sent that over this past week, and the last batch will be sent over next week. All external testing. We'll see. Hopefully it's good. Because, well, no. I mean, if not, then, my opinion, that might pull something from the market. So, he's basically saying that it's out in the market at the moment, and they've got no idea what the possibility of a side effect is with it. And here's the thing, we're still at a case where we're not exactly allowed to discuss what is going on with these hokey pokies. And I'm going to take it extremely locally to where I am, especially here in New South Wales, because there was a big push. Uh, You know, many people were still locked in their houses saying, you can't come out until we reach a certain number. And then 
basically, New South Wales Health uh, just released... I've just got to fix something here, and then we can all have a look. There we go. Uh, just released a report. Uh, people with a uh, Divock diagnosis in the previous 14 days who admitted to hospital, admitted to ICU, or reported as having died in the two weeks ending the 31st of December in 2022. So in this column here, uh, we have admitted to the hospital, but not ICU. And then with this column here, we have admitted to the ICU, and then we have deaths. So let's have a look here, shall we? The hokey pokey status. So for four or more doses, 810 people were admitted to hospital. 58 were admitted to the ICU. 53 died. Three or more doses. 377 admitted to hospital. 29 admitted to the ICU. 19 deaths. Let's go down to no dose. Zero we're admitted to the hospital or the ICU. Zero, we're admitted to the ICU and six deaths. This is unbelievable. And again, when I said that they will try and gaslight you, I, I just draw your memory back to this little video that I happened to find. So this is Australian Chiefs. I'll just see if I can make that smaller so we can all see. That's, that's a bit better. Australian Chiefs Health Officer in April 2022. Getting that third dose is protection against severe illness, but also protection against getting infected in the first place. And then in August 2022. Despite two, three, four doses of the vaccine, uh, it's not so good at preventing infection in the first place. So we are getting infected. That's why we've had uh, tens of thousands of cases in this wave. Getting that third dose. Okay, so they lied to the Australian public. They lied to the American public. They lied to the British public. They have lied to a whole bunch of people. And it's just unbelievable. And if you cast your mind back a couple of minutes ago when uh, I mentioned that Pfizer had been part of, uh, you know, a massive scandal, I, I highly doubt you probably saw this either. But this here is a report of the adverse reactions to the hokey pokey. And, and here's one of the things. They wanted to suppress this for like 90 years or something crazy. I'm probably getting that wrong, but it was something ridiculous. But they were forced out. So this is like 15 pages. And there's no audio to this. So if you're listening along to the audio version, I'll try and give a, a, an update. So basically, it's just running through all the adverse reactions in alphabetical order. Um, I'll see if I can spot something that I can actually read, <laughs> uh, which I can't because I'm not that smart. Eye swelling, hepatic mass. What the hell is that? Hypoxia, lip swelling, mouth swelling. It just goes on and on and on. Why isn't anyone in the corporate media covering this stuff? Why do they continue to sweep it under the rug? I mean, I have my own theory on that. It's because it's all part of guilt. Because they were the ones leading the charge and telling, it, telling us all to hurry up and do the hokey pokey. 
and they brain they broke the brains of so many people along the way and they used and they they had their slur to back it all up if you don't do the hokey pokey well you're an anti you know what i've i've had my routine uh pokes but i didn't on this one because i'm so pro Wax. Uh, I saw that there was they skipped they jumped the queue when it come to testing. They totally jumped the queue. And I watched around me as people went crazy about this. Now look, if you went and did it, I understand it. I totally get it. A lot of you were forced into doing it. You had the threat of losing your job. You had the threat of never being able to travel again. The threats were real. The coercion was real. But the informed consent was not there. And I get it. Fear was a massive part of it. And when you saw people standing up and saying, we're not going to do this, fear resulted in you turning against your fellow man, your fellow woman. The amount of times that I logged on and I saw from people I personally know when they saw the protest saying, if you went to one of these protests, then unfriend me. I don't hold a grudge against those people for that. I get it. They were scared. But what I'm asking for now is... If you're okay with your decision at the end of the day of doing the hokey pokey, I'm fine with you doing that. I don't care. But the evidence is out there. You can see it. They lied. They had just conducted, are continuing to to conduct the biggest medical experiment I think known to man. Why wouldn't you want them held accountable for that? And I'm not going to go into all the footage of the athletes um, collapsing on the field because I think that's that's a different video altogether. And we don't have any solid correlation between the two of them yet. But we're seeing information suppressed. Thank God Elon took over Twitter to expose it. But what the hell is going on at Facebook? What's going on at YouTube? What's going on at Google? What's going on at all the corporate media sites? Who is telling them what to say and what not to say and what to shut down? I think it's probably the biggest scandal in my lifetime. Anyway, I do appreciate you sticking along with me with that uh, much longer video than normal. Um, There's a whole bunch of buttons below me. A like, a sub and a uh, comment, if you're listening through audio only, a five-star review would be greatly appreciated. So all those buttons that you see, I really would appreciate it if you fingered me below. Uh, Finger it. And I will catch you round. (laughs) 